Season 1, Episode 48, Pete's Podcast, Bible Story Evangelism, John 6, 28 and 29. John chapter 6, verses 28 and 29. Then said they unto Jesus, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that you believe on him who he hath sent. That's John chapter 6, verses 28 and 29. Before I talk about them, let me just set the scene here. In John chapter 6, verse 1, we have the uh, chapter 6, verse 1 through verse 15, we have John's account of Jesus feeding the 5,000. Make the men sit down, and they gathered up the fragments, and there remaineth that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered together the fragments together and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves which remained over and above that which had been eaten. I guess all the fish had been eaten. Anyway, uh, then he tells his disciples to leave and they enter a boat on the Sea of Galilee, cross over to Capernaum, and Jesus walks on the water in verses... uh, Chapter 6, 16 through 21, he walks on the water. Um, When they see him, uh, they were afraid. And in verse 20, he says, uh, It is I, be not afraid. They willingly received him into the ship, and immediately the ship was at land whither they went, which was to Capernaum. And then chapter 6, verses 20 through 22 um they they locate the people uh, i mean the people locate jesus because they went down to the seashore and they saw that the ship the disciples had boarded and left was gone and jesus was nowhere to be found so they they this then the people therefore saw that jesus was not there i mean uh, verse chapter 6 john chapter 6 verse 24 when the people therefore saw that jesus was not there Neither his disciples, they, they also took shipping and came to Capernaum seeking Jesus. Now, there were 5,000 men there. I don't know. But around a lake like the Lake of Tiberias, also known as the Sea of Galilee, a freshwater lake, there's a lot of fishing, there's a lot of industry. Uh, there's a lot of boats for hire, whatever. Um, these people live in that area. They probably have their own boats. But um, And when... They found Jesus on the other side of the sea. They said unto him, Rabbi, when camest thou hither? You didn't have a boat. Your disciples had a boat. How did you get here? Jesus answered and said unto them, as Jesus often does, Verily, verily, I say unto you, you seek me not because you saw me, saw the miracles, but because you did eat the loaves and were filled. Not that I fed 5,000 people with five loaves of bread, but that you were filled, that you were filled. And so uh, then said, and, and Jesus goes on to say in verse 27, labor or work not for the meat that perisheth, like yesterday's meal that now you want another one but for the meat which endureth to everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you, 
for him hath God the Father sealed. Then said the people unto Jesus, What shall we do that we might work the works of God and get a little bit of food? They're still talking about food. Or, you know, I don't know, maybe some of them were, maybe some of them were, were talking about uh, the labor for enduring unto everlasting life, of which you'll never be hungry for after you have eternal life. I've not been hungry for eternal life since for 48 years, since I put my repented of my dead works, Hebrews 6, 1, and put my faith in Jesus Christ, in the God of John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And that should is on you. You should not perish. But statistically, biblically, the last chapter of the book of Acts, some believed Paul and some did not. And I reckon some people have believed me and some people have not. But that's on you. Anyway, Jesus said, Labor not for the meat that perisheth, but for the meat that endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for him hath God the Father sealed. And they said unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that ye believe on him who he hath sent. And they said therefore unto him, What sign showest thou then, that we may see and believe you? What dost thou work? How about another meal? Clearly, that's Jesus has identified their purpose in tracking him down, not because they believed the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000, but because they were fed and were filled. Then said, then said, okay, I just read that. I'll read it again. They said therefore unto him, What sign dost thou show us then, that we may see and believe? What dost thou work? How about a little miracle, Jesus? Very rude, very unimportant. But, but a testimony of who he is. But they're not buying who he is. They're going to even suggest a miracle. Verse 31. Our fathers did eat manna in the desert, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. How about some bread from heaven? Kind of like what you did yesterday. We sure could use another meal. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not the bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. They're still talking about physical bread, and he's talking about the bread of life. And he's going to clarify that right here in verse 35. Chapter 6, verse 35. Jesus saith unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. And he that believeth on me shall never thirst. But I said unto you that you also have seen me and believe not. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, that him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. So he's not going to kick you out of the family. He's not going to kick you. He's not going to kick you out. It's you're in the family. Once you trust, once you're born again, 
you're there. And even if you have no works, you'll be saved. If, if all you have is wood, hay, and stubble, you'll still be saved, yet so as by fire. Once you're in the family, you're in the family. Work, 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 work after you're saved. Not for salvation, but because you are. Because you can lay up treasure in heaven. Because you want to hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. And that's not, it's not wrong to obey God when he says lay up treasure in heaven. It's not wrong to work for your heavenly father who's done so much for you. It sounds great. Well, I don't, in fact, I said very early in, in my podcast, I'd like to think that I work because of what, what he's done for me. There's nothing wrong with working because he's commanded us to. For by grace you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. But I say unto you that you also have seen me and believe not. So he, the, the crowd is still unbelieving. And all that the Father giveth me shall come to me, that him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. So once you're saved, you're saved forever. He's not going to kick you out. Or maybe I'll sneak away while he's not looking. For I came down from heaven not to do my will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father, Father's will, which he hath given, which he hath sent me. And this is the Father's will, which hath sent me, that of all which he hath given me, I should lose nothing. He will not lose you. He will not cast you out. So explain to me how you can lose your salvation. When in Romans chapter 8 it says there's no condemnation to them that are found in Christ Jesus and there is no separation at the end of, the, of Romans chapter 8. No condemnation, no separation. And this is the will of him that sent me that of every one which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up at the last day. Now that could be the resurrection of the dead. I've already told you I'm a little weak on that, but I'm working on it. And this is, you know, this is why be not many masters or teachers knowing you shall receive the greater condemnation. The privilege of teaching and speaking for God has some requirements to it. If you're going to be a spokesman for God, you better be correct. Uh, the Old Testament prophet had to be 100% correct in his prophecies. Uh, but anyway, um, then the Jews then murmured at him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. And they said, is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph? He grew up along the shores of the Sea of Galilee in Nazareth, on the north side, whose father we know. How is it then he, he saith he came down from heaven? They are not believing that this man is the Messiah, not even close. Jesus therefore answered and said unto him, Murmur not among yourselves. No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. Now, Verse 45, it is written in the prophets, and they say, and they 
shall be taught of God. Every man therefore hath heard and hath learned of the Father cometh unto me. Not that any man hath seen the Father, save he that is of God, he hath seen the Father. In all his glory, Jesus is the only one. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me hath everlasting life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness. You, you brought that up. And are dead. Manna was temporary. Eternal life is forever. This is the bread that cometh down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. Speaking of spiritually of himself. Partaking of faith in Jesus Christ. I am the bread of life which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give him is my flesh. And I will give, I will, which I will give for the life of the world. There's the world. For God so loved the world. The Jews therefore strove among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? And then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except you eat my flesh, and except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man, and drink his blood, ye shall, ye, ye have no life in you. Verse 54. Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For this my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me, and I in him. As the Father, as the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me even shall live by me. This is the bread which came down from heaven, not of your fathers, not as your fathers did eat manna, and are dead. He that eateth of this bread shall live forever. These things said he in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Many of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can hear it? And when Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, Doth this offend you? And what if ye shall see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before? Which they do, Acts chapter 2, if I'm not mistaken. And it is the spirit that quickeneth, and the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, and they are life. He's speaking not physically, but spiritually, figuratively. But there are some of you that believe not. One in particular, Judas, but doubting Thomas, didn't sound like he believed until after the resurrection, and maybe other disciples were we're not convinced about Jesus yet. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not. So that would be at least Judas and Thomas. And who should betray him? That would be Judas for sure. And he said, therefore, said I unto you that no man come unto me except it be given unto him of the Father. I think his disciples were chosen for various reasons. He said he chose Judas. And yet, or he said, I've chosen the twelve of you, and one of you is a devil. No, he says it right here. That's the next thing he said. Well, second to next thing. From this time, many of his disciples, he had like 150 besides the twelve that followed him. 
men and women. And after this, after that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will you also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, kind of possibly the oldest of the twelve disciples and the leader of the bunch, besides Jesus, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. Peter's getting it. And we believe and are sure that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered them, Have not I chosen you twelve, and one of you is a devil? So for those of you that think that you know you have to be chosen to be saved, you have to believe to be saved. Here's a man that was chosen and never believed. Jesus answered them, Have, have not I chosen you twelve, and one of you is a devil? He spake of Judas Iscariot, of Simon, son of Simon, for it was he that should betray him, being one of the twelve. And it says later that Peter that he knew which one never believed. It said it right here. Judas never believed. He knew which disciples never believed. Now, I think some of them, like Thomas, did come to Christ. But Judas, I don't think, ever did. He went to his own place, the son of perdition. Well, um, I hope you took that as it was meant, figuratively and not literally. But if you can't, then you're like the people that didn't believe in Jesus Christ and were offended by what he said. And he told his disciples, what I said, I said to you in the Spirit. And in the Spirit quickeneth, and the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, verse 63, they are spirit and they are life. We're talking about eternal life here that can be yours by faith in Jesus Christ. What must I do to do the works of God, you may ask? How about what Jesus said? This is the work of God, that you believe on Him who He hath sent, which is obviously Jesus Christ. My faith is in Jesus Christ as my only hope for heaven. I believe in the God of John 3.16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. If you believe in Jesus Christ, you believe in God. There are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. I, I don't know if you have to understand. I might be in trouble if you have to understand the Trinity. But I, I believe I'm, a, I'm three. And I'm, I've got a body, soul, and spirit. And I think that we're creating the image of God. He said in Genesis chapter 1, let us make man in our image. I think he was talking to himself. And uh, anyway, I'm going to say to God. And I'm going to say which, to God, adios, and via condios, which means go with God.